the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Even here in the Old Testament, God is revealing his ultimate plan in Christ through history, the judges included, Gideon specifically. That's our focus coming up today on Way of Grace with Pastor Jessica Stan. Join us. When it comes to the book of Judges, there are a couple of judges that are only given a couple of verses. And then there's judges like Gideon, who's given a whole lot of time. Welcome to Way of Grace. Anytime you see somebody given a lot of time in Scripture, usually it's because God has a design and a purpose behind it all. And it is that design and purpose that we're focusing on here today on Way of Grace. Join us for a very exciting look at Gideon. Here's Pastor Jessica Stand with today's Way of Grace. Religion without Christ is always given to sexual perversion because sexual perversion is the height of pleasure apart from God. I live in a world full of green trees. And under every green tree, are men and women engaging in massive perversion from the greatest to the least. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? And this is something that Gideon had to deal with before he could save his people. And so I'll leave it right there for the moment. I'll pick that up when we get back there. That's the problem with the green tree here. And the Lord Jesus is standing over against it. Did y'all get that? So Gideon has to choose between his daddy's apostate, perverse, hyper-twisted sexual religion and the splendor of the beauty and fullness of the Lord Jesus Christ as the angel of Jehovah. Y'all got that? And here's the reality. I'll give you something else since I got your attention. This world knows how to allure us with its perversions. And the only thing that can extricate us from its damning delusional power is the glory of the Lord Jesus Christ in the manifestation of his fullness as the Lord's messenger to come get you. The only thing that can deliver you from the seductive heights of satanic delusion is the purest spotless lamb of God in the beauty of his righteousness, in his glory and mercy to extricate you from the pool into the perversion. Only God in the person of Christ can set you free. Whomsoever the son shall set free will be free indeed. Now, you know, I'm dealing with some deep and personal and pervasive problems here. Am I not? 
Your only solution is for the Holy Ghost to bust your heart wide open with his glory to liberate you from the green tree you are going under every time you cut your computer on, every time you sit in your closet, every time you hide in your, in your office behind the desk. The only way you're going to be delivered from that is by the glory and the grace of the ineffable bliss. He's got to rescue you. Am I making some sense? He's got to rescue you. And Gideon is being rescued. And Gideon is practicing something that's absolutely marvelous. Look at it under our third point, because we've covered point number one. I could, I could take you through a lot of texts. I don't want to. The promise inherent in the wine press. Now I can look at Gideon as a young man and I can go, I understand it, brother. I really do. I understand it. I do. Wine presses were part of the privileges for the people of God since the beginning of time. And I get it. I get it. God is calling us to joy and happiness and fullness. You teetotalists, I understand you too. I really do. But all through your Bible, the wine has been a symbol of joy, a symbol of fellowship with God. Is it not a symbol of the fullness of God's grace in Jesus Christ to us? Don't you ever deny it. It is so. The first miracle that Jesus ever did was to turn the water into wine. And it was the best wine. Handle your addictions and understand the grace of God represented in it as a type of the shed blood of Jesus Christ. When we drink the cup, we are recognizing the significance of his blood over against the grape that represents the treading of our sins by the death of Christ in the winepress of the wrath of God Almighty to atone for my sins. Yeah, if you, if you don't get it, you won't ever get it. If you don't get it, you won't ever get it. I love the paradoxical nature of it. The winepress of wrath is the same place where my soul is saved. Gideon will not be able to separate the wheat from the chaff until Christ dies for his sin and sheds his blood and promise him that he has victory through Christ because now the Holy Ghost can be shed upon him and gives him the ability to discern right from wrong. After all, what I'm talking about is the wine press of Gethsemane. The man who entered into Gethsemane is the one man, the Lord Jesus. He is our greater Gideon, who all by himself bore our sins under God's wrath and allowed the wrath of God to tread upon him until all of our sin was paid for. And the only thing that was left was the blood and righteousness of Christ that puts away our sin and washes us clean by his blood. The beneficial outcome of that work is that the Holy Ghost is poured out upon us of which the significance of Gethsemane is meant. Gethsemane is the wine press of olive oil. So I only get the third person because the second person died for me. Do you see what I mean? How that God in his providence places Gideon in a wine press to hide him while he is working through right doctrine, discerning truth. He's got him buttressed right up against the wine press 
because he can't do anything without Christ. There is no comprehending truth without the atoning work of Christ. There is no separating yourself from the world without the power of the blood and righteousness of Christ as the foundation for you. And you can't have the third person, the Holy Ghost, without the second person, the Lord Jesus Christ. Am I making some sense? You ought to be thanking God for it. You ought to be thanking God for it because he knows how to put you in a situation where he can show you his glory even when you're ignorant of it. Even when you're ignorant of it. The power, finally, of the gospel to sever his people. Look back at the verse again. Now watch this. Notice what the verse says. The verse says, I need the verse, uh, Judges uh, 6, 11. I want you to notice what it says. And there came an angel of the Lord and sat under an oak, which was an opera, that pertained unto Joash the Abias, right? And his son Gideon threshed, pounded, Weed by the wine press to hide it from the Midianites. Gideon is a great type here of our Lord Jesus Christ. The wheat represent God's elect. And God is using Gideon to separate the wheat from the chaff and protect it from the influences of the Midianites. The literal term there means to flee from the Midianites. In other words, as Gideon is beaten on the wheat, which represents the believer, because you're getting beat on. He's separating the child from the wheat. No matter how much the wheat cries and screams and holler about the trial, it's in order for God to save you from being identified with the child which if you stay tied to the chaff, you're going to hell with the chaff as the chaff. But God knows how to separate the godly from the ungodly and to preserve them to eternal glory. And it doesn't matter how much you cry, how much it hurts. He paid for you and you're going to glory. And what Gideon is doing is fleeing the wheat. Literally fleeing the wheat. In other words, as soon as it separated from the child, his boys came and took it and hid it, took it and hid it. And you and I have been made to be hid in the Lord Jesus Christ, who is our life, to keep us from going to hell with this wicked world and being identified with the chaff of rebel sinners who hate God's truth. All right, I got five more minutes. It won't even take that long. I'm speaking to the young people because this is really important. As you guys understand gospel truth, we've been around for a minute. You and I have to do a better job, as you heard our deacon say earlier, have to do a better job of representing it and disseminating it if you care about your young people. So just listen to it. Propositionally, propositionally, the chaff, the chaff is every form of falsehood. Propositionally, the chaff is every form of falsehood. God is light, and there is no darkness in him at all. That's a binary. So you don't mix light with darkness. Either you're on the Lord's side or you're not. So when we're talking about Chaff, we're talking about everything that's false and everything that's a lie. Am I making some sense? The chaff of falsehood. 
and lies. Live not by lies. Some of y'all got that video. Raise your hand. Did you get the video? If you didn't email me, I'll get it to you. Live not by lies. In other words, don't live by the lie of one of the two parties being a birthing parent because that's a lie with an ideology inserted in it so you can be part of the lie language transformation of the culture. It's a falsehood. There's no such thing as a birthing parent. That's called a mother. That's called a woman. That's called a biological female with uterus and a breast and a womb. Now, either you're going to tell the truth or you're going to join the liars and be a chap society blowing in the wind. The wheat is the truth of God and the facts of the gospel of the grace of God in Christ. There is no truth without God. And there is no saving truth without the gospel of the grace of God in Christ. We believe that reality, or truth rather, is reality according to God. There is no other truth but reality according to God. Jesus is the personification of that. He is the aletheia. He is the revelation of the invisible God personified. I am the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody's getting unto daddy apart from me. Now, the moment you make every other way away, you are back as part of the falsehood system. The chap of fantasy. The chap of fantasy. This is the underbedding of everything going on in your culture that we have warned is postmodern, irrational fantasy, deconstruction of language, reconstruction of terms to tear down what's right and to build up what's wrong. Did y'all understand what I just stated? It's everywhere. All your literature, in all your schools, in all your jobs, in all the institutions, every day you're challenged with whether or not you are going to be complicit with the falsehood. You have to know we are in a revolution. The chaphood of fantasy, the chap of fantasy over against the wheat of reality, the chap of false synthetics. Versus the wheat of the organic biological reality that God made. Did anybody get that? Teachers get this. Educators get this. Scientists get this. Ever since the enemy has had the ability to manipulate the biological structures of our world, it has been engaging in modifying reality by synthesis. And it has gotten so bad today that if you are not a grounded human being, Walking with an understanding, you will be deceived with your eyes and with your ears because synthetic human beings are where we're going. So if you're emotionally driven and trapped by your kind of worldly views, you will not be able to tell what a woman is from a man. And if you have succumbed to this false system, you don't care about calling that man a woman or that woman a man if that's what they ask you to do, since all you want to do is get along. 
The chaff. The chaff of gender misrepresentation in the pseudo form of trans and queer. The chaff of gender misrepresentation in the pseudo form of trans and queer. Pastor, why are you on this? Because they're trying to drag your kids to hell as we speak. Your children. Your children. Read your Bible. That's what Deuteronomy 12 and Deuteronomy 5 is about. Do not worship their gods. They will take your sons and take your daughters and cause them to depart from me and go a whoring from me. That's where we are in our world today. Now, the uncomfortableness that you feel right now, child of God, is because you're being enlisted in the army of the Lord and you didn't think you were being enlisted today. You thought you were going to come to just hear a nice sermon, but the Holy Ghost is enlisting you into his army right now. You thought you were going to get away. But you see, the battle that Gideon is about to fight is a battle which really belongs to God. And he's calling Gideon to it. I'm sorry. Those children are not your children. They are the Lord's children. They are God's children. All the fruit of the womb is the Lord's. Every soul that comes from between your legs and out of your sperm is God's. And mama and daddy, you got to answer for what you said to them. The chaff of every way of man is right in his own eyes. That's Proverbs 22, 21, 2. And that is the idea of pluralism. My truth, your truth, our truth, different truths, everybody's truth. We all got it right. No, you don't. You all got it wrong. But who's going to stand up and set forth the weed? Which is, there is a way that seems good unto a man. But the end thereof are the ways of death. Who going to say that when they say every way of man is right? You see what I'm getting at now? Separating the wheat from the chaff. Do you see what I'm getting at now? This is the battle. This is the battle you're in. So Harry and Megan, some of y'all will get that, (laughs) will have a gender fluid baby in a few months. Now, what does that mean? That means they are proponents of this Marxist deconstruction system. They are committed to the dark side of what you guys will be learning is Baal P.O.R. Right. So you're, you and I are moving in a direction where I will have to explain to you what Baal P.O.R. is. Because that's the God that Gideon has to destroy. It was the last strategic attempt on the part of the devil to keep the people of God from going into the promised land. They made it all the way up to the shores of Jordan in the area of the Moabites. And a wicked prophet named Balaam was hired by Balak to deceive the children of Israel to keep them from crossing over And no incantation or enchantment on Balaam's part could do it. But what did do it was putting a bunch of whores in the face of the men from the Midianitish women under every green tree. And they were 
solicited to come and have every form of sexual perversion committed with them. And the men fell like flies. Because men are taught wrong today about biblical manhood. And women are taught wrong today about biblical womanhood. And Baal Peor is that cosmic battle where God ultimately destroyed some 25,000 Jewish people. And he would have destroyed more if it wasn't for Phinehas, the son of Aaron. And Aaron had already died for his rebellion. And Phinehas saw one of the princes of Israel take a Midianitish woman who was given to him by one of the perverts in Israel. And the brother took that chick and popped up a tent right next to the tabernacle. And all the princes are right there watching, including Moses, paralyzed because they were compromised. Utterly unable to respond to something that was open and defiant and blatant. Moses had told Israel, take every man engaging in Baal Peor and kill them right now. And that defiant Jew took a whore, ran up publicly and gave him to one of the princes of Israel and he went into the tent. In the public view of everybody, he's screwing her. And Phinehas said, give me that javelin since you don't want to use it. And the brother ran up in the tent and he thrust one time, not two. Y'all know how to count? One time. And he got them both, which means they were coupled. That's why I talked about decoupling earlier. Because it's psychological and mental and emotional coupling that you're doing when you engage in Baal Peor today. And Phineas is a type of the Lord Jesus Christ as well with the spear of God's righteousness thrusting through the sin that would kill you and me if we let it. And the Lord said, Phineas has made an atonement for sin. His name will be remembered forever. Got a young brother asked me a question the other day on the email. This, This is one of these kind of cerebral things that men get trapped by. Uh, Are we saved by faith or are we saved by works? The young brother said, no, we're saved by faith, but our faith must be affirmed by works. And then this young brother came back to our brother and said, I don't believe necessarily that your faith has to be proven by works. If it's purely the gift of God, if it's faith, it doesn't have to show up in any kind of work. And so now this young brother is debating with him around what we would call the fringes of antinomianism. And the idea that if you are saved by grace through faith, you must necessarily manifest that faith by some kind of work, qualitatively, quantitatively, and in terms of scope, okay? That's a whole nother converse. But men and women will go to hell thinking that they're saved by grace through faith with no works at all to glorify God by. Are y'all hearing me? So when James says faith without works is dead, 
That's why Phineas picked up that javelin because he was scared to death that what nobody saved around him. He looked around. He said, ain't nobody going to do anything for the Lord's glory. Give me that spear because he already knew the wrath of God was coming and killing people through disease, through disease. You see what Phineas did? He separated the child from the wheat. Well, you are listening to Way of Grace with Pastor Jessica Stand from Grace Bible Church here in Hayward. Closing out our time together today, we invite you to reach out to us. Let us know how the program encourages you in your walk with Christ. Questions, comments, prayer requests are always welcome. You can either write to us, give us a call, or stop by our website and drop us an email. Now, the best place to go, of course, is the website. Not only will you be able to write to us via email, you'll be able to get more information about who we are, what we believe, worship times, how to get here. Grace-Bible.com is our website. Again, that's Grace-Bible.com. If you wish to give us a call, the number is 510-886-9782. That's 510-886-9782. If you're writing to us, our address is 22768 Main Street. That's 22768 Main Street. Here in Hayward, the zip code 94541. That's 22768 Main Street, Hayward, California, 94541. One final note as we close out our time today, this program is listener-supported. If you wish to partner with us, we would be more than grateful. This broadcast airs throughout the Bay Area, as well as online, impacting thousands for the sake of Christ. And that is our hope and our goal. If you'd like to partner with us along those lines, feel free to write or give us a call. No gift is too large, no gift too small, whether a one-time gift or a monthly support. You're more than welcome to reach out. We would love to partner with you as we minister the gospel of Jesus to the Bay Area and the World Wide Web. Thank you for spending time with us today. Until next time, may Christ be your way of grace. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.